0: So the fresh lines, uh, and we're going to dive into these games. And then, uh, Sam, you mentioned about Coach Alford coming back. Well, uh, there was a press conference today earlier with uh, Coach Richard Petino. Uh, it was at a time when we couldn't get there. So I'm anxious to hear all the audio myself. Normally I like to go to those. Uh, but I know one of the things that he answered was the question about coach uh, Alford and coach Neil uh, coming back. I'm anxious to hear what he said, he, you know, and then he talked X's and O's and all that kind of stuff, uh, including talked about the, the two tough losses last year and what kind of an impact that has and all that kind of stuff. And we'll have Richard Patino later on. So, Real quick before we dive into these games, and remember we're here live at Legends Sportsbook inside San Anastar Star Casino Hotel. We're right outside. Uh, stop on in. Here are the fresh lines for this weekend's games. Uh, the first game, as I mentioned, one o'clock, Chiefs Ravens, and it's four and one forty-four. Excuse me, it's four. And 44.5, a A lot of fours here, okay? It went from 3.5 and and it nudged up to four, but the Ravens favored at home by four points out here right now at Santa Ana Star Casino Hotel. The total at 44.5, okay? The game following at 4.30 our time, Lions and Niners, Niners a seven-point favorite. And that total's sitting at fifty two. So like you know, when you get it this narrowed down, Sam, these guys when they put out those original lines, they're they're so on the money that they basically get the action on both sides, so it maybe goes uh, a half a point here and there. Just a couple of other things in case people are interested in the old props. I'll just tell you this. Ooh. Mahomes, uh, if you want to take Mahomes' um, rushing yards, it's 26.5. Mahomes' passing yards, 241. Uh, Lamar Jackson, rushing yards, 6, six 6.5. 66.5. How about that for a quarterback? Uh in two ten and a half, and then uh, one more. Uh, McCaffrey uh, rushing yards eight six and a half, receiving yards thirty five and a half. So let's dig in. I want to know your thoughts, Sammy, on this Chiefs Ravens game. Talk to me, man.
1: Well, first off, quarterback prop numbers, especially quarterback rushing prop numbers, always make me nervous because Patrick Mahomes himself infamously had a game a few years ago. It might have actually been in one of the Super Bowls that he played in, but he had a game where. He had his, his rushing prop total, and he had went over that total, did a couple of kneel downs, and it completely flipped the bet, and everybody that bet the over lost because of kneel downs at the end How of the game, that? for goodness sake. So, yeah. That's
0: what I'm saying, Sam. Like, don't ever disrespect the guys that make these numbers. No. I mean, they, they had it so close where he took a couple of knees, and he went from over to under, that's right. and oh, so that's one example of so many things. Go that's ahead, one Sam.
1: example of, of so many things, and it's such a small part of, of this game, but... We're finally getting Patrick Mahomes versus Lamar Jackson. Mahomes has already got—he's already played Joe Burrow in the playoffs. They've split. He's played Josh Allen. Mahomes three and zero. Now he finally gets Lamar Jackson. But this game is is about so much more than the two of them. They're obviously going to be huge parts of what decide this. But what I like even more than the NFC Championship game is this one is going to be a chess match the entire way. Lining up, you're looking at what Mahomes is going to do. You're looking at what Lamar Jackson's going to do. Both these defenses are elite as can be. Especially, I mean, Baltimore is. Th- this is the closest we've seen to the top level elite Ray Lewis, T. Sizzle days of this Ravens defense. It is that good going up against Patrick Mahomes, and then Steve Spagnuolo is known as the ultimate bend don't break guy with all these weapons. On Baltimore's side, I am picking the Ravens in this game, and I don't even look at it as bet against Patrick Mahomes. I just look at it as the Ravens are just that good. They're playing that high level of football, and crazy as it seems on a team with Patrick Mahomes, the Ravens are just the more talented team. I'm not ready to go there yet. I
0: agree with you on all those other things. Let's start with this. How many times do you have a chance to have a, a matchup with a game of this kind of consequence of of two MVP quarterbacks? I, like, you know, for example, we're looking forward to the Lions and the Niners. Like, nowhere near the, the kind of matchup, uh, you know, between Goff and Purdy that we have here, like, Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. It, in one case, you've got Mahomes, who's on, uh, you know, every other TV ad uh, that comes on the screen. Uh, you know, whether it's the, you know, Andy Reid trying to gr- grab his grab nuggies, his nuggies. Uh, or them, you know, doing different names. Mahomes the back and Ma Auto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Enough, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, but <laughs> yeah, Lamar Jackson, he he takes another approach, and he's like low key as heck. I the. I've loved him, like, from the get-go, uh, and, you know, going back to his his days at Louisville, um... I described him as a quarterback in the open field, like, like trying to, to, to track down a punt returner in the open field is like with Lamar Jackson, uh, does when he can break that first level. Uh, and we saw it last game where, you know, he just took control, but did you see the leadership he was showing amongst his players there? It was a 10, 10 game, uh, you know, like ready for them to snap out of it. Lamar Jackson led that snapping out of it. So, um, Although I'm so respectful of them until, like, you know, I took it for granted that the Chiefs had delivered time and time again uh, to get to these games. There's some value in there. Like, they ended up, like, doing just that against the Bills, and they know how to win, Sam. They know how to win. And that's what makes me think that even though it's going to be in an incredible environment, probably no worse than last week, Buffalo is. I am going to take um, you know Mahomes and the Chiefs in this game, and like I said, right now Chiefs are catching four and the total forty four and a half. All right, what else? And, and that's and, and that's, okay, and that's such
1: a talking point around this game. It, it it almost goes back to the Christmas game when the Ravens were, I think, five point dogs against San Francisco, and the whole and they were talking about how disrespected they were. And your whole point in that was, it's just a conversation piece. If you th- if you agree with them, right. then go bet one way or go bet the other way. People are going to look at that and see, Kansas, I, I can bet Patrick Mahomes and get four points and their eyes are going to light up and they're going to sprint cartoonishly to to some books all over the place because it's just a good thing to get people to-, to-, to go to the betting windows where I think Baltimore has an advantage over some of these other teams. Like you go back to last week, Kansas City was a road favorite in Buffalo for a good reason, because all the pressure in that game was on Buffalo. No,
0: Kansas City was getting the same were amount. They, like, were they a dog? Three, yeah, they, they, were, they were a dog. It bounced around, but Buffalo was always favored. Okay, but
1: it was even closer than, than this one. Two and a half. Yeah, it was.
0: Two and a half, three, whatever. But anyway, go ahead.
1: Yeah, it was closer than this one for sure, because all the pressure in that game was was on Buffalo being at home, and is this finally going to be the time that they're going to get it done, this and that. I'm big on what did you do leading up to this point, and you you can talk yourself into the regular season doesn't matter when you get to this time of year, because to an extent, it doesn't. All the all the emotions, all the vibes, all the there is no tomorrow, all of that plays into these playoff games more than regular season games, but like I look at what did they do in the games that emulated the playoff games and what baltimore did to san francisco picking off brock purdy four times running away with that game that puts them in a much better place knowing that you're going against patrick mahomes than if they had lost some of those games
0: okay yeah i i think it was the, like that was where they really established themselves as a possibility for the number 1 seed in the afc in that win against san francisco yeah i I, you know i uh and i don't disagree with you that those kind of epic wins in the regular season can can translate to the playoffs but anyway uh like one way or the other I'm going to start here, and I'm going to go back to saying you have a matchup of two MVP quarterbacks, and we'll see which one uh, blinks, and maybe they'll both play great. I thought Josh Josh Allen and Mahomes both played great. I know it got dissected about that, you know, stupid pass he threw. Whatever. I mean, and we're going to hope. I hope we see both quarterbacks play great, uh, and uh, you know, it's got all the makings of that. Well, and um, some of that a was also just, So some ahead. of that
1: was also just. It could have been a lot worse if not for Kansas City had that fumble that went into the end Correct. zone for a touchback. Otherwise Correct. we might have even be talking about Tyler Bass in that last drive in the first place. That's so
0: true. Th- thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh and since you brought that up, like when when are running backs going to be told to just unless it's on fourth down, you do not try to like the, the risk reward is not even Anywhere near? It's worth really it. not. Okay. okay. Fourth down. You know, you're here. You're, you're reaching that thing out with your fingertips. Okay. But like anything like that. Okay. But yeah, it 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 kept the Bills in the game. That was an absolute gift. All right. So that game is going to be like a two o'clock start, uh, or excuse me, three o'clock start uh, back there on the East Coast. So you know, a, a little bit of um, you know cloud cover, and we know it's going to be nasty. The rain all that kind of stuff. And then we're going to flip out to uh, the Bay Area at uh, 430 local, 330 there, and we'll still have some some nice sunshine out there. You check the weather. It's supposed to be very mild, uh, temperatures like in the 60s. Uh, and so there you go. That's what I love about when they go from the East Coast to the West Coast. You get to, to see the, the uniform soaking in that sunshine, at least for the first half. And we got Lions and Niners. Talk to me about that one.
1: Sam yeah I'm just I'm just checking again right now here just to make sure everything's still on pace for where we want it to be and and yeah everything's this is this is not going to be a game where where weather is going to impact it at all high of 73 no win minimal percent chance of rain and I and I think that benefits Detroit where this could have had a chance to get a lot uglier but that really does benefit Detroit what is what is the latest line on this game before we dive into it?
0: Yeah, no, no, it's uh, it's sitting at seven points. So it hasn't moved. T- it, it's seven points, wow. and the total has gone to fifty-two from fifty-one and a half. So it's like stayed steady, Eddie. Seven and fifty-two on. Uh, that game, yes. Uh, so, uh, yeah, the, the perfect conditions is what you're saying there. It, it it should be a great setting. Looking forward to that. And you did look up Santa Clara, right? Yes. Uh, you didn't look up, like... Oakland, because it can change. You know, oh, I again? told you, I told you, Sam, and Scott has heard this be, because you know Scott reads a, a lot of Mark Twain, um, just like I do. But the saying that the coldest winter I ever spent was a summer in San Francisco. So, like, this is. Like, if you're trying to go play Pebble Beach, which is up in Northern California, uh, you don't want to play it in, like, uh, August or September or July. Uh, It could be miserable. Go play it in january february march and (laughs) the weather is like you said it's going to be on on sunday there here's a funny story you know it's called pebble beach right right we took we took client trips uh to pebble beach when i worked at 770 where like uh, you know a bunch of people from new mexico uh would go there uh as part of some sales package thing anyway like they would like a lot of them, because it was called Pebble Beach, they would dress like they were going to Scottsdale or something. Oh, you know, the beach, oh, just like in you know San Diego. It's you know it's going to be real, you know sure, not sure. realize. You. Scott, you've been to that part of like think, think of
2: Scotland, and you're going to Pebble Beach, okay. especially in February or January.
0: So did you work up and down that that coast in the Santa? I, you couldn't have worked in like Santa. A cruise or Monterey no, or uh, any of that. I've been up
2: there, but yes, no, yes. I've been
0: working okay. at it. I did
2: some road games up in that area, but yes. And then, of course, San in Jose. Fact, uh, Visalia, which isn't too far. Right. I did, I did a football game in the fog <laughs> where you couldn't even see the field. True
0: story, I so. guarantee you, Sam. <laughs> I've gone played. We went to play golf at Spanish Bay, which is one of the three courses we played at. Pebble Beach. We played at Spanish Bay, and then a place called Spyglass. I mean, it was a heck of a trip, no doubt about it. But you start, play, you know, you are teeing off on one at Spanish Bay, and like you are just like hoping you'll be able to walk down the fairway to find your ball because it's like right. hitting into a thick fog. You you know, you this just that's kind of the way it is. The weirdest thing
2: is I've talked about going to Fernando Valenzuela's first road game at San Francisco Candlestick Park. Okay. Coldest day of my life, Joe. Oh, oh I believe it's it. funny is I'm staying downtown at the Hilton where the team was staying. Okay. I, I wasn't a member of the media. I was just a fan. Sure. I was still in college. Yeah. But long story short, I'm on the bus, and everyone's in parkas. They're all dressed up. And I'm like in a windbreaker. Yeah, like you like, go oh, to Dodger this Stadium this or something. This isn't going to work okay. out well. I had to be uh, – I, I was in a hot shower for about an hour after getting there because <laughs> I was just totally numb. And I'm riding the public transportation to <laughs> get to and from. Right, right. But it was it – was Probably the coldest thing. And it was a beautiful day, and then all of a sudden you get to Candlestick Park, and it was known for the fog, and it's like, where did this come from? It's sad. So, so that one day, well, the two days, but that first day, it was all the myths that Vince Scully and everyone else said about Candlestick Park came true.
0: You see, not only is it Mark Twain, Sam, it's Scott Galletti, okay? Well, then it coldest, must be true winter I ever spent was a summer in San Francisco. So now that it's winter, it'll that was be like spring in
2: San Francisco. Yeah, and <laughs> it's almost like,
0: uh, yeah, it's it's like, like uh, Australia where their winter is our summer and vice versa. Uh, here you got San Francisco, uh, beautiful time of year, so we'll be looking forward to that game. Sam just checked uh, temperatures in the low 70s. What about the game? What about the X's and O's, Sam? I mean, is Debo Samuel going to play? Debo. For starters. It.
1: Debo is going to go, so that's probably why that total went up about a point and a half because Debo was cleared. He was taken off the injury report. He's going to go, and that means he's going up against that Detroit defense, that Detroit secondary. has got another weapon to worry about. I'm putting a lot more stock in the Lions secondary than I think a lot of people are. That Pretty much every week, that's the talking point, is you can pick apart Cam Sutton, the former longtime Steeler, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, the former Eagle. He's getting older. You can pick these guys apart, and you certainly can but this is what winning a championship does it completely changes the math on the way that we talk about these teams because if Kansas, if steve spagnola had never won a super bowl we would be talking about his defense similarly to the way that we've been talking about the lions like you look at the lions went 12 and 5 this year with the 5 games that they lost Four of them, Jared Goff, had multiple turnovers, and one of them, he only had one interception. So they're turning teams over, and the Lions' defense has short fields. Yeah, that's going to make just about any defense look bad, but they came up big in the biggest spots when they needed to against the Rams and against Tampa, and that's all that matters this time of year. So, I mean, to me, this feels like a really juicy bet. If that line is not moving and it's staying at seven this entire time, I think the Lions keep this a lot closer than, than Vegas does.
0: Well, a lot of people are are hoping for that, which
1: would mean that it looks like
0: we're set up to have, like, two really fun games. Again, one kicks—first one kicks off at 1 o'clock. That is the Chiefs at Ravens, and then the other one at 4.30, uh, and then— you know, we're going to talk more about what's going down at 8 o'clock that night in the pit is Nevada. and Coach Alford and Coach Neal come to town to face Coach Richard Pitino and the Red Hot Lobos. I know there was uh, at least 12,000 people uh, that already gotten tickets a couple of days ago, so i got to believe it's going to continue to creep and if it's not sold out, I'll be kind of surprised, but one way or the other, it's going to be a fantastic crowd. I mean, Utah State wasn't a sellout but they had 13,000 plus that goes on and on and on all right uh, well uh when we come back um we love talking to ryan Hines he's the director of gaming operations out here at legend sportsbook at uh, at Santa Ana Star casino hotel uh so when we come back rhino will give him give us our rhino's best bets and see uh there's only Two games, he normally goes three. Maybe he's going to throw in a total. Uh, When we come back, Ryan Hines, Director of Gaming Operations out here at Santa Ana Star Casino Hotel. All right, we'll be back next. ESPN Radio 101.7, the team.